Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network, starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hi, Annabelle. How are you doing today? Hello, Scott. I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing wonderful. And last time we were talking about healthy boundaries uh, versus walls, and uh, we've got a lot of really good response from that. It was, it was a very, very good episode, and I'm really looking forward to today's. Yes, I am too, actually, because it's a topic uh, that uh, is very close to my heart. And um, I work uh, with um, this area with a number of clients. It comes up regularly. And uh, I think identifying that something like this has happened uh, and recognizing when it happened uh, is very healing and then to use EFT on all of that really just uh, shifts the energy completely and so the topic is uh, this question what broke your heart Hmm. and I think it's safe to assume that everybody has had a broken heart at one point or another in their life yes I think uh, the the more um, well-known reason for someone's heart being broken is perhaps a relationship has not worked out and there's been a separation. Uh, So uh, we often hear uh, through the media, uh, his heart was broken or uh, she broke my heart or uh, words like that. Uh, But it's my belief through the work that I've done uh, with the clients that I've worked with that our hearts can be broken for any number of reasons. And often it's it's something that's very uh, that's easily dismissed and overlooked because we're in that culture of pull your socks up, soldier on, let it roll off your back. Uh, but if you um, if you have a highly sensitive temperament, as I do, and many of the clients I work with do, uh, it's, life isn't so easy, or it's not as easy as all of that to simply just soldier on. Um, so I think it's hugely important to acknowledge what has happened, what we've been through, and use EFT as the healing modality it is uh, to ease that burden and to really recognize my heart has been broken here. Yeah, and then move forward from that as opposed to, as we talked about yesterday, uh, maybe avoiding it or blaming somebody else for it or rationalizing the whole thing, and which is not really utilizing it or uh, sorry, dealing with it and healing it and moving on. No, I mean, it's, it's very easy often to uh, put the, the responsibility onto somebody else or to not really think about what happened or, or to have this uh, suggestion of, um, oh, well, it wasn't really much of a big deal. It was only a small thing. Um, I, I really should get on with this. But getting on with it is, for me, very draining uh, and really avoids uh, what's happened. It's just another way of stuffing down. Um, and as you and I have discussed on numerous podcasts, this, of course, has heavy ramifications for our bodies. Uh, believing that uh, it, it's not our place to grieve or experience the loss because our heart is broken, uh, because we've just got to get on with life, uh, is, is very demanding and, of course, very debilitating in the long run. Absolutely. And it all festers because... It colors all of our behaviors afterwards. 
yes, it does, because then, the, the, therefore, the way that we respond to other things changes. And, of course, we minimize what we're going through as well. Oh, well, it, it was only uh, something small, so who am I to make such a big deal out of it? Um, I was only married for 20 years, so, you know, it broke, and now I'm divorced, so who cares? Well, I think that that's that's a kind of uh, a bigger end of the spectrum. But uh, something that uh, I I know broke my heart was uh, two years ago uh, we lost two of our cats, and oh, we literally dear. well we literally lost them because um, they both disappeared. Um, it was two months apart, uh, so one disappeared in the June and one disappeared in the September. Uh, and I know that because I hadn't um, responded fully and appropriately to the first cat going missing, uh, the impact um, when the second cat went missing was even greater because there had been a part of me that just didn't know what to do um, and or how to respond to it or really to acknowledge what an impact this event had had. Um, and my husband and I are completely crazy about cats. So our cats really were a huge part of our lives. But other things were going on for me at the time. My father was quite seriously ill on the other side of the world. Uh, my business was really struggling. And there were other... Um, other events going on that I made the priority. So I minimized um, losing our first cat and, and try to, quote, pull myself together and just get over it. Um, and of course, it didn't work because I held down all the pain. Um, and then I found that I was responding to other things inappropriately. So li little things were causing me uh, a lot of heartache. So I'd find myself bursting into tears uh, for all the all reasons, um, just watching something on TV or maybe somebody would make a comment. And I know deep down it was linked to my heart being broken because we'd lost our cat. So then when our second cat went missing um, and I had to relive it all over again, it was like my heart was broken all over again. And that's when the healing had to start because I realized I couldn't continue in that way. So for me, there was so much pain involved that I had to make that change. Uh, I, could, I knew I couldn't carry on in this, um, in this, in, with this kind of uh, these responses that just impeded me. Right, and that's kind of what happens when we don't deal with issues and and give it a chance to heal. Is uh, years and years later, huh, you just reminded me of. Uh, uh, I dated this woman in my mid twenties, and then a friend of mine got married. I left. Uh, I went halfway across the country and I was a long way away and I came back to that city uh, where I grew up and uh, because a friend of mine had a wedding and he actually invited this ex-girlfriend and uh, one of my friends came up and said you know she's still talking about how mean you were breaking up with her and of course her husband is there and they have a kid so you know I wonder how the husband felt about this whole conversation but uh, the thing was was it was like 30 years later hadn't seen her in 30 years and she's talking to these I don't know who because I wasn't around at that point but these people about when we broke up and so she definitely hadn't she'd been carrying that around for 30 years mm -hmm. and how sad is that 
Uh, yes, because it, uh, it, how had it affected her emotionally and 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 uh, physically as well? Um, that that so when she knew you were attending the wedding or she saw you, all of that was um, uh, resurfaced again, and all she, those feelings. She didn't even <laughs> she didn't even recognize me, right? Because I recognized her, and I went up and said hello, and her husband was there and he introduced himself and he obviously didn't know who I was and she wasn't introducing me so I said my name and she went oh and kind of like jumped up and was shocked right it was, mm -hmm. it was really quite funny so here's somebody you don't even recognize haven't seen in 35 years and all that stuff is still bubbling under the surface that's right because the energy the impact is uh, so strong so the energy is still unbalanced within the body it, it hasn't been uh, cleared and realigned so she didn't even need to know who you were she still felt the same way mm -hmm. uh, so her heart had broken and uh, it hadn't healed appropriately um, and so I think just to be clear it doesn't only have to be about relationships it can be on on any level uh, it can be um, certainly some somebody could say or do something that breaks our heart uh, but it could be something that we experience an event and the way it turned out uh, that we feel our heart is broken um, and I think uh, just to have an awareness that uh, this is important for us. So our neighbor may respond differently, um, a sibling or work colleague may respond differently, but who cares? This is about me and this is how I'm responding right now. I believe my heart was broken um, and now I want to heal it by tapping and doing some EFT around what it was like for me to go through that. Uh, so this isn't about becoming um, a victim. This is about acknowledging that I went through something very painful um, and I'd love resolution from it so that I can really move forward in a healthy way. So Annabelle, in your experience with all the clients that you've worked with, do you notice that people have had events and it could be, you know, breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend or that sort of thing, but it could also be, um, you know, leaving a job or just maybe a comment somebody said where these things just end up festering for forever and ever and ever? Yes, I mean, it's like with, with any event, uh, if there's a high charge around it, Scott, and it's not um, appropriately responded to, um, then definitely it's going to create an imbalance in the energy system of the body, and uh, it's going to have ramifications further down, down the line, uh, because anything that's left unresolved uh, will, will come up again. We, we will go back to that as a reminder when something happens currently in our lives. Hmm. Well, one of the areas in my life that I think my heart was broken was I went from uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is like very cold in the winter, to Melbourne, Australia in grade two. And we lived for two years there. And I can remember coming home and or being told, you know, we're going to go home. And I was like, this is my home. Like, I don't want to leave. I'm, I couldn't swim before. Now I swim like a fish. Uh, I love playing tennis. I love sitting at the, going to the beach. I have lots of friends. It's warm. And uh, we're going back to some place that all I remember is snow. <laughs> yes. So, um, again, 
sometimes um, adults will look back at that and say, oh, well, I was just a kid. What did I know? Or, um, oh, I'm sure I got over it. Uh, well, maybe, but who knows what patterns uh, were established as a result of that, and uh, who knows how you respond to things now. If that was a high emotional impact event for you, which it sounds like it was, because it sounds like everything about your life would change when you left Australia, uh, then it, it, it certainly uh, ha has a potential to, be, to have broken your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, I... I remember growing up, people would say, what do you want to do when you, when you grow up? And I would go, I want to go back to Australia. And uh, it really got to the point where a lot of people were tired of hearing it. <laughs> so that's how I know that this wasn't something that I just let go, right? And my parents, you know, I, after I graduated high school, I said to my dad, okay, I graduated high school, I'm going to Australia. And dad said, I know you really want to go. I believe that if you don't go on to university now, you probably never will. You'll get out of the habit. This was before everybody, of course, goes to university like they do now, pretty much. And uh, he says, if you really, really want to go, another four years after you finish university is not going to change your mind. And uh, he got me on that. So I said, okay. And I went to university for four years. And as soon as I graduated, it was, okay, I'm going. And uh, I worked that summer to get enough money to pay for my flights, and I took off. It was gone a year. Wow. So that, that energy was still strong within you. You needed to get back to your earlier roots. I did. Okay. So, Scott, I wonder, would you like to do a little bit of tapping around that time where your heart was broken because you had to leave Australia and return to Canada in, when you were grade two age? Sure. I think that would be very interesting. Okay, so when, when you think of that time and being told that uh, we're now going back to Canada, we've spent a couple of years here and now we've got to go home, as you think about that now, what emotion is connected to that? Well, the first one that came up was uh, deep sadness. Okay, where do you feel that sadness in your body as we're talking? Hmm. I was going to say in my chest, but I think it's moved up into my lower throat. Oh, okay. And what does that feel like? Um, hard to speak. I actually feel like I should cough right now and clear my throat. Okay, well, go ahead and do that if you need to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, but I can just feel it kind of coming. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that sadness that you feel uh, that you're holding in your throat right now, on a scale of 0 to 10, how intense is it? Uh, I would say 8. Okay. And um, so one of the best ways to address specific events, uh, particularly if they're childhood events, is to give the event a title. So if you were to think of that period of time and everything that it meant to you and imagine it being a book or a film, uh, what would the title be? Mm. Uh, Home on the Beach. Home on the Beach. Very good. All right, so uh, why don't we do some tapping? And uh, before we start, I encourage you, if you're listening, to consider a time where you feel that your heart was broken. Uh, you may want to go back to your childhood. You may want to go back to yesterday. Uh, it's, n it's not a problem. You don't have to be a child uh, to, 
sorry, you don't have to go back to a childhood memory and give it a title. What was that experience and all that it meant like? Uh, imagine it was a book or a film and give it that title. And then what's the emotion that's connected to that and where are you holding it in your body? And these are really useful to test after we've tapped just to check in and see what the sensation is like now. And then, of course, give it um, a number, a rating. So Scott said that he felt sadness, he could feel it in his lower throat, uh, and that it was about a number eight. So if you decide to tap um, with Scott and me, uh, please can you uh, bear in mind that I'm not a licensed health professional, but I offer EFT as an advanced EFT practitioner. And EFT is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical treatment, but can be used in conjunction. So you're encouraged to consult with your doctor or your therapist regarding your use of EFT. In choosing to tap along with Scott and me, you're required to take complete responsibility for your own emotional, physical, and mental health and well-being, both during and after this podcast. And if you're listening to this and driving, we strongly recommend that you do not tap while driving. Okay. <laughs> Keep both hands on the wheel, please. All right, Scott, so let's uh, tap the karate chop point, and uh, we'll say this. Even though my heart was broken. Even though my heart was broken. During home on the beach. During home on the beach. I really want to accept all of me. I really want to accept all of me. Especially who I was when this happened. Especially who I was when this happened. Even though I feel a lot of sadness. Even though I feel a lot of sadness. When I think about the time my heart was broken. When I think about the time my heart was broken. I want to accept all of me. I want to accept all of me. Who I am and how I'm feeling. Who I am and how I'm feeling. Even though I've not been able. Even though I've not been able. To let go of the time my heart was broken. To let go of the time my heart was broken. I want to accept myself. I want to accept myself. And I'm open to the possibility. And I am open to the possibility. When I feel safe enough. When I feel safe enough. I can move on from this. I can move on from this. Okay, very nice. So we'll go to the top of the head and we'll say this. Home on the beach. Home on the beach. And the eyebrow point. When my heart was broken. When my heart was broken. And the side of the eye. What happened? What happened? Under the eye. And what it meant to me. And what it meant to me. Under the nose. The time my heart was broken. The time my heart was broken. And the chin point. And the deep sadness that I'm still feeling. And the deep sadness I'm still feeling. And the collarbone point. Where I'm holding on to the sadness in my body. Where I'm holding on to the sadness in my body. Under the arm, all that tension in my lower throat. All that tension in my lower throat. Top of the head, stifling down the words that needed to be said. Stifling down the words that needed to be said. And the eyebrow point, because my heart was broken. Because my heart was broken. Side of the eye, and maybe they didn't even know. And maybe they didn't even know. Under the eye, I was hurting. I was hurting. Under the nose, and I'm still filled with sadness. And I'm still filled with sadness. 
chin point, and I really deserve to let go of this. And I really deserve to let go of this. Collarbone point. I've been holding on to home on the beach for a long time. I've been holding on to home on the beach for a long time. Under the arm. And it served a purpose. And it served a purpose. And now I want to let go. And now I want to let go. Okay, so we'll close our eyes and take a comfortable breath. And just let that energy go. And first of all, just tell me what's going on with your throat. Well, it was hard to talk at certain points when it felt like little burps and gurgles and uh, blockages and everything else. Now it feels a lot uh, cleaner and smoother. So I thought that was interesting. And is there still that sensation in your throat? No. No, it's gone. Great. And what number would you give the sadness when you remember the time your heart was broken? Um, I think a four. Okay. And were there any thoughts that came up or feelings as we tapped? No. All right. So let's tap the karate chop point and we'll say this. Even though I still have some sadness. Even though I still have some sadness. When I remember the time my heart was broken. When I remember the time my heart was broken. And I want to accept myself anyway. And I want to accept myself anyway. Even though I still feel quite sad. Even though I still feel quite sad. When I remember home on the beach. When I remember home on the beach. I really deserve to put this behind me. I really deserve to put this behind me. Acknowledge how I felt. Acknowledge how I felt. And move on. And move on. In a safe and comfortable way. In a safe and comfortable way. Even though it was easy to feel very sad. Even though it was easy to feel very sad. I'm grateful that I'm letting go of all of that. I'm grateful I am letting go of all of that. And acknowledging the time my heart was broken. And acknowledging the time my heart was broken. And treating myself and who I was with compassion and treating myself and who I was with compassion. Great, so we'll go to the top of the head. This remaining sadness. This remaining sadness. Eyebrow point, because my heart was broken. Because my heart was broken. Side of the eye, I'm willing to put it behind me now. I'm willing to put it behind me now. Under the eye, I really want to move forward. I really want to move forward. Under the nose, accepting who I was back then Accepting who I was back then. Chin point, how I responded. How I responded. Collarbone point, I was doing my best. I was doing my best. Under the arm, I'm grateful to let go of the sadness. I'm grateful to let go of the sadness. Top of the head, and to acknowledge who I was. And to acknowledge who I was. Eyebrow point, during home on the beach. During home on the beach. Side of the eye, it was a very difficult time. It was a very difficult time. Under the eye, and I'm free of it. And I'm free of it. Under the nose, and I deserve to heal and move on. And I deserve to heal and move on. Chin point, as I let go of even more sadness. As I let go of even more sadness. Collarbone point, and free myself of what that means. 
and free myself of what that means. Under the arm, freeing myself of the time my heart was broken. Freeing myself of the time my heart was broken. Okay, so again, we'll close our eyes, Scott. Just take a gentle breath. And when you're ready, just let me know the level of sadness now, if it was a four. Well, I have to say zero because I'm feeling quite happy. Okay, so when you think of that time that your heart was broken, that you described to me, what are you feeling now? Um, I'm feeling kind of appreciative that I was able to uh, spend that time in Australia on the beach and, and enjoying it. Wow, so this is, I love the way that EFT works like this, because you've now had a complete cognitive shift, so you're reframing it all. So rather than feeling all the sadness about having to leave your home by the beach, you're now uh, feeling a sense of gratitude and delight that you actually had that experience. And we've talked about psychological reversal many times, right? Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so I'm actually wanting to argue with you and think, no, I always appreciated it, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, interesting the way that comes up. So we peeled away a layer and now that's spiking up. Yeah, yeah. Yes, very no, I didn't good. Really, I didn't really change. No, I just, no, I was always grateful. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you were on, on yeah. a certain level and it was masked by the sadness and the, the shock as a child, yes. um, as so, so many ch uh, people listening, I'm sure, have, have moved as children. I mean, a lot of the work that I do um, with my clients uh, often goes back to times that they, their whole world was disrupted because they had to move house, and that, that often meant to another province or state or even country. Mm -hmm. uh, so that can be uh, very, very painful for children uh, when their lifestyle is disrupted in that way as indeed yours was, because it was disrupted once to go to Australia. Uh, yeah. Seemingly that didn't have as much, if it had any charge at all, didn't have the, certainly didn't have the charge um, of returning back to Canada. Oh, um, right. So then you, uh, so you moved out there, then you moved back. Um, and so it, it, it meant a lot to you as a child. So I'm, I'm glad that you're looking at it differently. Hmm. Thanks, Annabelle. You're welcome. I appreciate that. That was great. Um, so if somebody wanted to know more about EFT in general, I believe you've got a really amazing event coming up soon that, uh, that they should check out. And, um, and also would like you to share with everybody how they can get a hold of you if they want to uh, learn more about EFT and perhaps even work with you. Because I know um, it's great that we can do the EFT on ourselves and everything else, but also getting a really good start by working with a, an expert practitioner is a big is a big help yes a lot of um, work I do Scott is over the phone or Skype uh, so in actual fact about 80% of my clients are not local so it's very easy uh, to work with me and the, the topics uh, uh, like what broke your heart is something that I adore working with uh, so please feel free to visit my website www.theeftheelingcenter.com and uh, it, the event that Scott mentioned just now is what's coming up in October in Vancouver. I'm hosting the EFT Gathering.
and there's a whole range of speakers uh, talking on an amazing, amazingly diverse selection of topics relating to EFT and how to use EFT. Uh, so please feel free to go to that website, which is CanadianEFTGathering.com. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.